What is up, everybody? Welcome to Outside the Cage. You know who we are. If not, our names are below us. I'm Jalen. That's my boy, Eric. How are we feeling today? Feeling pretty great, man. And I am hyped about these fight announcements. I've been talking to everybody at work, texting everybody. You know they might be coming out to the West Coast by us. We'll get into that, but I think we're the bolt. We're yes, both the most hyped about Sugar Sean finally getting the announcement. Yeah. UFC 299, the rematch with Cheeto Vera. I'll ask you off the rip. Do you think Cheeto deserves it? Obviously, it makes the most sense. But I think I don't think, and there's some in some cases. I think it matters if this person deserves it. If this person deserves it, um. I think when the guy is standing across from him, the superstar Sugar Sean, when it makes the most sense for Sugar Sean, then yes, Cheeto deserves it. So it doesn't matter if he deserves it or not. It makes the most sense for Sugar Sean. So yes, 100%. Cheeto deserves this fight. Let's fucking rock. UFC 299, baby. The main event. Hopefully it's in the Suge Mobile Arena. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. First, uh, it's going to be big, bro. First title defense. They may say you're not the champ until you defend it once. So I'm fucking excited. I'm excited he gets another striker. I'm excited he gets someone who really doesn't get knocked out. Um, I'm excited for just the buildup that it's going to be. This is the one he wanted. Sugar Cheeto 2. I love it. I love I love that he has a, he has a rival early on. Um, maybe if he wins this one, knock on wood, it's not close. But if it is close, we see a third fight. And I'm all, I'm all for those rivalries. So I'm excited, man. It's... We know there's few guys when there's fight announcements drops, and you know he's one of them for us. So I'm fucking mm-hmm. stoked for this one, bro. I already know Sugar's just gonna destroy him. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a mopping of the floor, because in the first fight, Sean was on his way to doing that, but he got the drop foot thing. Cheeto's Ecuadorian toe hit Sugar's nerve in the perfect spot. He had the dead leg. I know it sounds like excuses, but. He really couldn't stand on it. He was just rolling his ankle every 10 seconds. But this fight, as long as something like that doesn't happen, Sean's just going to be faster. He's going to be longer. He's going to be smarter. He's going to be slicier. And he's just going to embarrass Cheeto Vera. I hope it's in either Phoenix or Vegas because we have got to get there. Phoenix is a big one. I like I like Phoenix for that. Give the sugar a little home, little home field advantage. Um, I like that. Yeah, obviously, I want Vegas. I think that I want to see the numbers he'd do in Vegas as the um, as the headliner. I want to see what he could do. Let's 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 test it out. Um, obviously, it's two ninety nine right before three hundred. So, yeah, we kind of got the rest of the the rest of the year or the first quarter of the year of twenty twenty four mapped out. We had some we had some other things. Um, Dreeky Stuplessis for Sean Strickland got announced for the middleweight title. Um, what did you think of this one? Did you think Drikus, I'll ask you now, do you think Drikus deserved this? I think he deserves it over Hamzat. If it was between hold those on, two. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Didn't they say the winner gets the next title shot or they just mean like the winner gets the uh, a title shot? I thought it was next. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Dana did say that in that fight announcement yeah, video. That's what I, I might whole, still have like, it on here. That's what, I thought, that's what I thought the whole like announcement was about. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Let me see if What's I'll up, play this you one know, real quick. Let this me see week. if he actually we says We just got it. the big fight done yesterday, the highly anticipated rematch in Abu Dhabi, the main event, uh, Makachev versus Volkanovski. Now you've been waiting for the co-main event. Costa's hurt. You know, all the rumors that are flying around, we got it done. 
So, the number four welterweight in the world, Hamzat Chemaev, is moving up the middleweight, and he will face the number one welterweight in the world, Kamaru Usman. So, number one versus number four at middleweight, Usman versus Chemaev. I think I cut it short, but I think he did say that. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah. Um... But I, I mean, Hamzat hasn't beaten a middleweight yet, so he can't really get a title shot, right? So my read on the situation was it was only that deal if Kamaru won. I think I kind of mentioned that on the podcast before yeah. when this first got broken down because I read something that Ali Abdiz is doing an interview and how like the whole contract of that fight went down. And that was one of the things that Ali wanted was that if Kamaru wins, he gets the next title shot. So that's why I think that's why it was kind of announced and so in the open because it was in the contract. So they were probably like, you need to put it out there, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if they told Dana anything and Dana does what they say, but I think that that was for sure in the contract if Kamara won. Um, but yeah, I mean, and you're like, and you have a, and you have a great um, debate there is he hasn't, he hasn't beat a middleweight. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if, let's say he does get the next shot. I like either Sean Strickland or Driscus for Hamza. Those are both interesting matchups as well. Um, as far as this fight goes, who else would you say deserved it over Drikis? Because Drikis was going to get the next shot versus Izzy. Yeah, I think, yeah, because they said when Drikis and Rob fought, the winner of that was getting the title shot. So Rob was yeah. going to get to fight Izzy for the third time, or Drikis was going to get to fight him, and Sean ended up foiling those plans a little bit. So I think it should be Drikis versus Sean. Not to um, get off topic here, but is a Robert Whitaker versus Hamzat? Can that be on the table? I like that a lot. I think it's between them and Cannoneer. I think two of those three are going to fight. And I guess Cannoneer and Whitaker already fought. So, yeah, let's go either Cannoneer versus Hamzat, in my opinion. I like that. Or I like Whitaker versus Hamzat a lot, too. Yeah, I think that's the one because I still think Whitaker's and again, he got knocked out brutally. Um, but I still think he's a guy where if he gets a big win, he gets the shot. I mean, yeah. up until recently, we were saying it's Izzy is the best middleweight in the world above everybody, and then it's and then it's Whitaker two, and then big gap in three. Um, so That's yeah, nice. I think obviously he got knocked out. But yeah, I mean, Whitaker is one of the best middleweights of all time. I think he's still in that contention. Um, I think it was a bad matchup. I think it was a bad matchup for him, just the pressure he put on. But um, I still think he's one of those top four, five, three guys at that at that division. Yeah, it's crazy how quick you forget about people or how quick they fall down yeah. the rankings. Just one performance, and that's what's so great about this sport, too. It's not like basketball where if you have a bad game and you score four points, you can go out the next night and drop 50, and you feel way yeah. better. And this one, these losses sit with you for months, sometimes years if you get injured. It's just a nuts. Yeah, it's a nuts sport. I love it. And after that one, we get Alexander the Great Volkanovsky defending his featherweight belt against Ilya El Matador Taporia. And it's rumored to be in Los Angeles. It's rumored oh, yeah. to be in LA. I didn't watch his trailer video. Did the one I sent you did was it what what made it seem that, that was that was the rumor? At the end of the video, it said UFC 298 Los Angeles. Oh, it actually said Los Angeles? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. 
oh, we got we got some business decisions to make because if that's in LA, but then we got Sugar in Vegas, we got some decisions to make. Yeah, if I mean, if we hit the bets, we could just put that in the in the pot to go to both. Yeah, dude, that's 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 those are two great, bro. Those obviously we got ninety five this weekend. Um, ninety six is huge. Um, and then you got 97 with Driscus and Sean. That's a big one. But you look at I'm looking at, obviously, this weekend's huge, 296. Then you got 298, 299, and then we know what 300 is going to be. Um, who's left for 300? There's only there's one Connor. guy that comes to my mind. <laughs> da, 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 da. Come on, it's Mystic, gotta be, right? It's got to be, gotta because be. the timing doesn't really work for anyone else. I think Islam probably gets on it so no yeah. title fight at three i mean obviously is if islam on it but if you're saying connor's the coat the the headliner there's no title fight for the ufc 300 i think i mean if vol goes out there and wins i bet he tries to get on it against uh, someone i think so if he wins if he just does that's it early bro that's how he is though I think we I'm see Max scared. Holloway on three. I think we see Max Holloway on three hundred. Yeah, I saw Dustin Poirier. He he either tweeted or put on his IG story UFC three hundred with the eyes emoji. So, oh, sorry, excuse me, but I think Dustin will be on it. I don't really know who who Dustin would fight. Maybe I don't know. Not Max. Maybe Max. Yeah, that would be the third time though, and Dustin's already beat him twice. Yeah, they were great can we fights. Do, uh, can we do? We can't do Poirier and uh, Gaethje. I mean, I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We can't do um, no, because Chandler's fighting. Fuck, fuck. Yeah, Poirier has already fought almost all the top lightweights. I feel like unless he fights a welterweight mm. or Max, we can't do December. January, February, March. So it's probably in April. Yeah, it'll. Yeah, we it'll can't do. Uh, we can't do. Um, I don't. It just depends on when. Yeah, I don't know. That's tough, dude. We always thought it'd come together, but now that we're looking at the lineup, like who's left? You got to look at like what big names are left. I mean, obviously, I think probably Bo Nickel will be on there. Maybe the winner of this weekend's cards. Both the heavyweight and the light heavyweight again. Yeah. Or uh, both, yeah, this weekend's two title fights get either Pereira, Yuri winner, and then... Sergei I can't, I can't believe I said... I can't believe... I, I said Dustin and uh, Gaethje because I was like, I was just thinking like of all the names at that division. I was like, he's fought all of them. So I was like, I was just rattling, rattling off names. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. That's real interesting. What 300? I mean, it's obviously we agree it's got to be Connor. Um, yeah, that one adds up assume, well with the Tony. Yeah, I would assume Islam and Charles. It's got. I be, think that's they, next. I want to say Islam and Charles got confirmed for something. No, they were supposed to be. When's the Canada one? Um. Oh yeah, the Strickland one. That is. Let me see. Yeah, they were supposed to be that one. That one's uh, in Toronto. They're, they're supposed not to be that one. So yeah, I mean that could be three hundred, but then, see, this is what we talked about all along for three hundred was like, 
you're gonna put Connor as the main with no title fight, and then you're gonna put title fights below him. It's weird. Yeah, like I've always said, if the guys have common sense, they'll realize they're gonna make a lot more money from Connor being on the card if they're I can't getting paper wait points. To see how that plays out, dude. Because I don't think seen... Connor fights. I mean, Connor's Connor's the fucking main event, bro. Connor's the he fucking has main to event. be. Yeah. He has to be. I don't think what there's anyone you can fucking. Over. What a scene, bro. Conor McGregor walking out at UFC 300. Oh my gosh, I'm getting chills oh. already. Yep. The only I don't know why, but lately I've just been thinking: if Conor beats Chandler, does he get a title shot? Yes. Yes. Dude, just imagine yes. Conor versus Islam. Yes. That would be yes. up there with Habib for the pay per view. Yes, he for hundred percent gets a title shot. 100%. That would be the best build up. All the old he was gonna stuff get it, bro. If he beat, if he beat Connor, if he beat Dustin and Abu Dhabi, he was gonna he was gonna fight Khabib again. Yeah, it's just like one and four in your last five, and then, bro, it doesn't fucking matter. Who cares? When, no. Okay, so so him being like you said, he'd be so if he beats Chandler, he'd be one and four in his last five, or he'd be two and probably two and three now. Okay, so two and three in his last five. He fights Islam for the belt, being two and three in his last five. Do those pay-per-view numbers change if he's five and zero in those five in those five fights? No, so it doesn't no. fucking matter. <laughs> That's crazy. He's really pat. Yeah, he's so big now. It doesn't even doesn't even matter. Like winning or losing, he's yeah. still the same draw because now it's a comeback fight. If he was five and zero, he'd yeah. be on his goat shit. But now he's just on his comeback shit. But man, I'll tell you what. What a sport it is when. We have a pay-per-view this weekend, and we haven't even touched on it in the first 15 minutes of this pod. Mm-hmm. It's a sport of anticipation. What a sport. Like they say. Yeah. We got I've been UFC anticipating this one. Ooh. UFC 295 this weekend. Yuri Prohaska versus Alex Pereira for the light heavyweight title. And we got Sergey Pavlovich versus Tom Aspinall. Is this interim for interim here? Um, It should honestly be vacant, but I think they'll do interim because they want John to have the belt. Okay, but so then we it's weird because if John, yeah, first Tom Aspinall coming in on what they had nine days, three weeks, two weeks notice, something like that, twelve days. Yeah, um, in Madison Square Garden, uh, interesting stat for you here. Interesting fact: Alex Pereira is the first fighter in UFC history to headline Madison Square Garden more than once. Uh. Yeah. Okay, Poetan. Yeah, I got a little of my history back there. Okay, I like that stat. I mean, MSG is a historic fight venue. He got one because of Izzy, but we won't count that. But and then this one was technically John, but hey, he he still got it done. He still got the stat done. I'll tell you what, ain't no one have better luck of the draw or shit than Alex Pereira. Not that he hasn't (laughs) earned everything he's got, but he's he's talking about right place, right time. Yup. Yeah, Sugar talks about his career, everything falling into place with Poetan's UFC career everything has fallen into place yeah. perfectly literally everything man um yeah he's fighting for the title what is this his third title fight yeah yeah it's Crazy. like his it's like his 10th or not even 10th right like his seventh or eighth ufc fight yeah what was that and yuri both him and yuri both they're just yeah not a lot of fights yeah. in the ufc prayers eight and two in in uh mma in general not yeah. even just the UFC. That's a crazy record. I already have three of those have been title fights. Yeah. Who do you uh obviously both interesting styles? Like 
some would say similar. I don't think they're similar much. Um, yeah, who do you like, Yuri or Alex? Yeah, I don't really think they're. I don't. I would agree that they're not similar, just because Alex is a more technical striker. Yuri's just more wild freestyle, I guess you could call it, where Pereira's a kickboxer. And I think I like Poetan here. I've been going back and forth on this one as I usually do, but. I think on the feet, Poetan's just way more technical. He's going to land. Glover was landing on Yuri in that great fight that they had. So if Glover is able to find his chin a good amount of times, I believe that Pereira can as well. I think it would be smart for Yuri to take Pereira down, but I don't know if he'll be able to because Pereira's definitely working on that, probably just as much as striking because he knows that's a threat. And it's not like Yuri's some crazy wrestler so i like poetan here i think it's about even money poetan might be a slight favorite um yeah we got alex Pereira yeah, minus, minus 125 or minus 130 who do you who do you like in this one i am no longer betting against alex Pereira. um i'll take alex Pereira in this i just think that I don't know. I don't see Yuri being able to touch him as much as Alex is going to touch him. Um, I don't... I think he's going to be interesting. I think Yuri's going to be an interesting puzzle for Alex to solve. I don't think he's really seen someone like that. No one's really seen anything like Yuri until you see him. Um, But yeah, I think think at the end of the day, I just think Alex is too solid, man. He's too technical. He doesn't go away. Keeps coming. And I just think I just think he's not phased by any of so yeah, I'm gonna have to go Alex here. I, I just gotta go with the again, Yuri coming off a long break. Um I'll go I'll go Alex. More active, been in the trenches, been in the been in the been in the dog fights. Year uh a win over Izzy and a win over Yambalhovich are really big wins. Those are those are good wins. So again, they don't they're not really much experienced, but in this fight I would say Alex has more experience. I mean, Yuri went the distance with Glover Teixeira at, what, 42? Yeah, exactly. And Glover, he got about as close to winning as you can get. Rocked him, and then Yuri just, I mean, not not taking anything away from that because Yuri just found a way to win. But, yeah, man, given that performance and how he looked against Glover and the fact that Glover has the scout on him, like you, like you said, you can't imitate Yuri, but it is a good thing that he's his coach has gone five rounds with him. Yeah, but man, I am oh, I am excited for it's going to be violence. This one and the co-main are both just they might be the four scariest or four definitely four of the top ten scariest fighters on the roster. Yeah. This is just, and it's Madison Square Garden. And there's some good fights below it. We, we'll have our super preview for y'all later in the week, given the bets and everything. But the whole main card, I'm I'm really excited for every fight, even the girl fight. I think that'll be a good one too. Dern versus Andrash. Yeah, I agree. Um, Co-main, Aspinall versus Sergey Pavlovich. Um, like you said, we'll touch more on that. But who are you, as, you, as we sit here today on Tuesday, the fight Saturday, obviously. Who do you like in that one if you had a bet? If I, if I gave you a free bet right now. I think I I would go Aspinall. Just because 
I think he has a speed advantage. He has the grappling advantage. We don't really know about the cardio because both of them have an average fight time of about two minutes, but I would guess that he has the cardio advantage. Yeah. So as long as he can not get knocked out by Sergey in some flurry exchange in a firefight, I think he can either win by decision if he plays it soft, which I do not think will happen, or I think he could take him down and submit him. Or he might even try to box him. He might want to prove that he is a better striker than Sergey, and that's where it could get dangerous. And that's where I yeah. think Sergey has a chance to knock him out. But if I had a free I, bet, I'm going Aspinall. I so for the number, I think Sergey is about even money. Aspinall is about minus one twenty. Last time I checked, mm-hmm. um, I think for the dominance, it, as dominant as I've seen Sergey, it'd be hard for me to see that number and not bet it. But as we talked about, I think it was last week or two weeks ago, like that his wins aren't his wins don't really impress me they don't move the needle for me so it's definitely his biggest test um this one this one is the one where you i mean i think it's very rare i think a lot of times we go into fights thinking this guy's gonna win and then that guy loses and we're like super shocked i think Mm -hmm. that's a lot of the like outcomes mostly um but i think in these two fights you literally don't know what's going to happen like you're shocked of what's going to happen but you're not shocked if that makes sense like we expect like whatever happens i'm not surprised but it's like damn that happened literally yeah anything i think could happen in these fights we gotta expect the unexpected here really close i think for like in recent memory just being a better um the main event and co-main being two title fights kind of the closest lines i've ever seen for for two title fights on a card yeah they're razor thin yeah. They're, that is pretty crazy because usually someone's in the 200s or at least 140, 150, but nothing here. Yeah. If yeah, you yeah. had to predict which way the lines will move, what would you go with? I would say we see more money come in on Pereira. I think it's been trending that way when it opened up. I think they're about to pick him. He's at, he's at minus 130 now. Um, yeah, I think just the more clearer it gets, I think you people sit back and look at and be and say, just what Pereira's done. And I, if if you're like me, a better, I've obviously as a Izzy fan, I I took Izzy the two times, um, and then I even I even think I took Jan Blachowicz on here. Um, so yeah, I just I'm I'm done betting against him. That's not to say I'm gonna bet on him, um, but I'm for sure not betting against him because he's lost me too much money. So um, I just think. He needs. He's finally getting the respect he deserves as far as line as far as the line goes. So yeah, I think Alex gets it done here. He's becoming a bigger star. I feel like too. He's starting to put more videos out there. He has a YouTube channel. He's starting to start lean into English a little bit, slowly That's but surely. One of the most intriguing and one of the best year and a half in the UFC ever. If he wins this title, he'd have two titles and fought. That's at two weight divisions. Like, how many guys have had two titles and two weight divisions? Like, simultaneously and non simultaneously. That's it's a very, very distinct Five or six, group. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane that, yeah, it's an MMA Mount Rushmore thing when you can do that. And he'll have yeah. already done that without having an MMA upbringing at all. He just transitioned over when he was already in his 30s. 
The dude's just a freak yeah. though. When you have the hands of stone yeah. like that, and you can you got the touch of death, and he's that big. Yeah. And it's so crazy how his leg kicks. He doesn't look like he throws them hard, but they damage people. Just looks like he kind of yep. flicks it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, do you have a prediction for Volk, Port- Volk and Toporia? We kind of skimmed over that one, but I kind of feel like it's a little quick after getting KO'd like that. Yeah, I know we talked about it, and I thought I know I kind of probably told you via text that I think he loses his next fight, but I'm not going to come out here and say it. I don't know yet. I have to. I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. That's a tough knockout. It's Ho's been brutally knocked out like that and then just has a fight announcement two weeks later. <laughs> I don't like I thought they got suspended for six months by the commissioner. Bro, I'm not like gonna that. lie, like retirement Volk or like just the way he kind of is scares me, bro. I don't want to see him be like Tony Ferguson. Just because he's so reliant, I guess you could say. Yeah. He just um, he needs that shit in his life, bro. You see Tony Ferguson training with David Goggins? Yeah, I didn't watch the video, but I saw I watch that shit, him. bro. I didn't watch that shit either. I just saw it. <laughs> Not watching that bullshit. That's comedy. So, we had two of the bigger personalities in the MMA world, Ariel Hawani and Chael Sonnen, have a pretty heated... Oh, we're, not one of, we're not the two bigger ones? Said two... Two slightly big ones. We're bigger, but okay. yeah, two two guys that are striving to be like us, Chael Sonnen and Ariel Hawani, had a pretty pretty strong back and forth about the Fury and Ngannou fight on Ariel's channel. I was, I, I was kind of surprised, but part of me kind of thought they might have just been doing it on purpose since they're friends and they knew that it would get a lot of clicks and have people talking about it like this. What's your take on the whole ordeal? First off, before anything, I want to get this out in the open. That's Eric's guy. Chael Sonnen is Eric's guy. Anything he says, he's responsible for. Um, and again, I I don't know. I get. I guess that's kind of... You listen to him more than I do. Um, so that's... I guess that's just... You tell me all the time. That's like... And I know how Chael is in some ways. That's like his personality. But I just don't like the, like, I don't know. Like, he was blatantly, like, just, like, saying shit that wasn't true. And then, like, Chell would or Ariel would call him out on it. And then he'd be like, well, how do you know? And then he then Ariel was like, well, then how do you know? And it was just, like, it was just super, like, contradicting and, like, super, like, hypocritical. Which, I mean, I don't think Chell's stupid. So, obviously, he was, like, playing an act. But it was just the whole yeah. thing was kind of, like, the whole thing was kind of annoying. But, I mean... Yeah, I, I do think, I think Chael was for sure trolling. I think mm-hmm. Ariel takes it kind of personally because he doesn't get kind of the respect he deserves because he's not really a fighter. Um, so he always has that like chip on his shoulder to like prove something. So anytime someone like questions him, he takes it personal and he like instead of just like thinking it was a joke, but I'm sure Chael was just trolling. But yeah, I mean, I watched it like last week, so I kind of forgot what it was. But like, what about like the how they were going back and forth? But I remember like multiple times where I was like, "What the fuck is Chell talking about?" Or like <laughs> Ariel did not, or like Ariel didn't say that, or like Ariel just said this. Why would like you know? And then like yeah, like literally like Ariel, Ariel, Ariel would literally just be like, 
chill that that's that's not true you're lying and then chill chill's response was literally like you're lying it's like bro like we're just like arguing with the wall it was just like it was just so like it was just hilarious it, it was literally hilarious like in my head i'm like there's no way chill's serious because he's literally like just saying he's just saying shit <laughs> and ariel was getting worked up about it as he does yeah. i didn't like when ariel was disrespecting jamal hill do you remember that like a month ago maybe him and jamal were kind of going back and forth no yeah he was just he was saying a bunch of things and then jamal would like call him out for it and ariel would try to like prove jamal wrong by picking out certain words he said and stuff in interviews and jamal just wasn't having it but yeah it is but what one it thing is i will say one thing i will say about uh again and i was able to like if it was a real debate who knows if they were really like true what they were saying i think ariel was i don't know if chell was 100 being serious most of the time um one thing i will say from chell that really made a lot of sense to me was he said the fury and ganu fight was one of those things where it was bigger after it happened and yeah, that's, that's the facts. perfect way to describe it because was i interested in the fight yes i think i watched like a couple rounds here and there in and out um because it was during the day on a Saturday, like I'm doing other yeah. shit. But it wasn't like it wasn't like one of those ones where I'm like, I just need to sit down and watch this. Um, but like after, I'm like, fuck, I gotta go back and watch that. Like mm-hmm. that shit was crazy. So I think from what Chell said there, that was 100 percent true. That was a great. I thought that was a great way to explain like the whole event and like what happened. Yeah, that's facts. Because it's not like it was one of those events we were talking about for months. Like there's somewhere yeah. we'll start talking about a month out, like how this Sugar Cheeto one will be, or all three of the ones that we just announced. Honestly, and this one we kind of probably talked about the week of, and maybe here and there throughout. But after the fact, it was bigger than probably the last couple pay per views. I'd say with the backlash up until Islam. Yeah, and, that, and that's kind of what Chell was saying was like the afterthought of it doesn't sell the initial pay-per-views yeah it um, doesn't really make you money unless you do a rematch yeah 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 so chell's argument was but then again you know chell is loyal to the ufc so he still thinks that francis did the right did the wrong thing um i was on here saying that he did the wrong thing but I, now i'm able to admit like no he did the right thing he proved all of us wrong um yeah yeah like, i think most of it was just chell was just trolling yeah there is one point where Chell said, like, we can agree Francis made $10 million. And then, like, later in the interview, Ariel said, like, Francis made $10 million. Chell's like, no, he didn't. Or yeah. like that. He, just yeah. got, he was contradicting, definitely. But yeah. good entertainment. And then Chell was going at Masvidal after he unleashed, like, 30 tweets at him, just gassing him, being old school Chell, back how he was during his career. Pretty funny. He's still finding a way to entertain people. And true guy. Facts. We're right at our magic number right now, about 32 minutes. And I'm tired. I'm tired as hell. But we'll be back here for a super preview later this week, probably Thursday, Friday, something like that. Whatever. We we're both free. I appreciate you as always. And you got any closing closing words or things that we forgot? No, sir. I think we're good. Stay on the hotting, stay on the hot streak betting this week. So last card, I think we did really good. So we're here. Let's go.
Come on. We'll get that spreadsheet up for y'all, the magic spreadsheet to just make your bank account number go up. And we will see y'all later this week. Deuces.